0: This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Yondu Fondu.
1: Now at the King of Prussia Mall.
0: Try our Redfin Special.
1: Woohoo!
0: Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman.
1: And I'm Kristen Kist.
0: And we're the co-authors of a silly science fiction comedy book series called
1: Prison. Hey, hey. Prison Dad.
0: Prison Dad. Ah, gotcha. Prison There's yep. all sorts of things and stuff on there. Read our free Let's stories. Come. Read our books. Check out our the podcast. Fun stuff.
1: We didn't really write Guardians of the Galaxy. I was kidding.
0: No, we wrote Galaxy Risen of the Guardians. Man. Yeah, Galaxy of <laughs> the
1: Guardians. Anyway. It's about, like, these cool guys and this guy that's like a plant, you know, and they go around saving the world. What kind Pretty of plant?
0: Neat. Is he, like, an arborvitus? <laughs> <laughs> so, last night, uh, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.
1: Yay! It was so great!
0: movie tavern in Collegeville. Yes. Pennsylvania, but if you look on the Movie Tavern website, it says it's Philadelphia, but it is like 40 minutes outside of the city.
1: Yeah, but Norristown and Collegeville like to pretend they're suburbs.
0: They really do. They're not.
1: I still pretend I'm in a suburb of Philly. See, because you take a train. I to get downtown. That's true. Yes,
0: you can. I have to drive <laughs> to pretty far to accept the from, from my house. But anyway, so the movie was great.
1: And I ate all the popcorn.
0: Uh-huh. I ate a lot of the popcorn. Um,
1: yeah, it was a really fun movie. There's a lot of great acting, a lot of fun cameos. Yeah, we'll of- keep
0: it spoiler free for the first couple minutes. So mm, if you haven't man. seen it, you're gonna be okay for the, for a little bit here. So you know, we there was a lot of cameos. Not too many other can you know, not any other like Avengers cameos.
1: No, no Avengers. Yeah, that was you know,
0: that was, new you know yeah. yeah, that was and uh, Hasselhoff. Uh, <laughs> if you
1: didn't already know that, because. You know, you probably. I bought the soundtrack before the movie came out, and it's super fun. And Hasselhoff's on it, so I knew he was going to be in the movie.
0: Right. Um. Lots of great '80s. You know, references were great. Cheers. The Cheers reference was great. Pac Man. Yeah, the Pac Man was awesome. Yep, and Hasselhoff. Of course, which we already said. Definitely, but. Hasselhoff, kid yeah. Bitchin it's Tunes. It's pretty
1: fun that, yeah. like, you know, takes you back to when you were a kid.
0: Now, the the thing about this movie that I thought was interesting is there are so many ties to the Guardians comics in this one. Yes, as Jeff- compared, I can talk about that. Because yeah, I, I don't. Well, I mean, geez, I don't even know all of the lore. You know, I don't know all of it, but you know, that's why I've been researching it on my own too. Hmm. Um. You know, but we, we see that. Um. Basically I thought the movie would be a larger well, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say non non spoiler friendly for the for the people who haven't seen it? Other than well, other than if you like Marvel movies you're gonna like the movie.
1: Yes, and if you liked Guardians, the, the first one you'll really like this one too. Yeah. And there's a bunch of baby Groot, which is really yeah, fun.
0: They really so, oversold the baby Groot. I love baby Groot though. Baby I could great. always
1: go for more baby Groot, so there's a nice a nice amount of baby Groot, way more baby Groot than you got in the first the first volume. Well, you
0: look at the little dancing plant.
1: Now you get more dancing. More
0: dancing. And lots more of dancing. like, action. S- comic silliness. Is th- this the is definitely the, the, staying true the to themselves. funniest of, the, of all the Marvel movies.
1: Yes, it is. And yeah. it stayed funny. Everybody's staying true to themselves, but there was growth and change in the characters' relationships. Yes, there was. I don't think there's any spoilers in saying that, but so, like.
0: Some dick jokes. Yes. Yeah. That was funny.
1: And Kurt Russell, which, that's not a spoiler, no. because if you've seen the ad, you know he's in it. And, and you
0: that know he's Star he's he's Wars. Yeah, you know he's Star Wars. Like.
1: But you don't know who
0: he is. Yeah. So. So, anyway, if you haven't seen it, come on. It's a Marvel movie. You know you're going to watch it.
1: Yeah, you should totally go see it, because it's really fun.
0: So, now we will, we will say, we'll drop the some spoilers mic. and boom yep. so yeah tune on back in
1: spoiler free so if you haven't seen it yet you can shut us off now you can always come back to us later
0: so we're just gonna you know normally we have like an outline and stuff like that but we're just gonna like freestyle it today so here's something I thought was interesting um all the times that Ego tried you know making uh you know offspring that could hold his power yes there was a giant mountain of skulls yeah that was brutal metal mountain of skulls Especially See, you Wall knew Springs, something yeah. was
1: wrong with ego, but you didn't, like, you hoped there wasn't because you want Peter to, like, get have a nice parent that d- doesn't die, but... No, you knew something had to be a little off with him. Yeah. And it was, because he is an ego. Like, that's, he's focused on himself mm-hmm. and profligating himself. Right. He just wanted all of his spermies to take over the whole world.
0: Yeah, he really he was literally spreading his seed all over to different planets and by turning his like plants. the
1: blob on every planet. Yeah. Eating the whole planet with the blobby self that he is.
0: I was really hoping when that blob was growing on Earth, you know, over the the DQ there. I was really hoping we see Iron Man try to blast it or like, you know, we see somebody we Pop knew. Them. But they didn't. Yeah. I thought that would have been kinda but, neat too.
1: Because the Guardian stopped it. Yeah. Which maybe is what really happened to the blob. Instead of what happened in the movies nah. saw about the blob before,
0: so yeah, I thought it so that was like the first thing like that was really cool, like he tried so many times like that w- that was that was insane you and know. he
1: just he doesn't he didn't ever learn how to love. he almost had a chance to, but instead he just wanted to control and to turn everyone into himself.
0: Right. No, you want to talk about, we were just discussing, you said your favorite, you know, when you think about, like, your favorite part.
1: My favorite part was when, um, well, there were a lot of them, but one of the parts that I really, really liked was when, um, Peter is talking to his father, and his father's, like, revealing what he thinks the purpose of their existence is, and he lets it slip that he was the one that gave Peter's mom cancer.
0: Yeah, brutal. And
1: Peter doesn't even stop to talk to him about it, he just starts
0: Blasting blast him, in him. Yeah. It just
1: starts like putting holes in him, mm-hmm. and I love that because I think like they never really show that in movies. I feel like movies they always like make the character be like, "Wait, Dad, what did you say? Like, let's talk about this." But like if you were a real person, you would be like, "You killed my mom! Like, you're done!" And that's what he does. He just like blasts the crap out of him. And then his dad comes back and is like, who do you think you are? And it's like, well, not a douche like you, because that's what you proved yourself to be. But, um, I loved seeing the flashback of Peter's mom being young and in love, and singing silly 70s songs in the car. And I don't know what they did, like, CGI-wise, to, like, make Kurt Russell go back to, like, looking like he did in Big Trouble in Little China, but it was very magical. Maybe they just took old footage of Kurt Russell. He's a very attractive man, so kudos to you, Goldie Hawn, for holding on to that.
0: I felt like it was a lot of, um, like, what they did in, uh, that new Tron, like, the Tron 2 movie, where they had, like, Jeff Bridges look like he did, you know.
1: And they did that to Tony Stark in, um...
0: Oh, Winter in Center. Civil War. No,
1: Civil War, yeah. yeah. But this was, looked really good. I thought, like, it just looked like young Kurt Russell again. Like, you couldn't even tell that there was, like, any CGI. So I don't know if they got footage of him driving in the car with 70s hair. Something. But he looked great. He looked great as an old man, too. Not trying to take anything away from the dude. You
0: really have a thing for Kurt Russell.
1: No, but, No, because
0: we've talked about this movie on, like, three or four podcasts this year, and every time you're like... And Kurt Russell. And you, like, get like, glimmer in your eyes. you like, blink,
1: blink, blink, Because blink, I watched, like, Trouble blink. in Little China and Overboard, like, 800 times overboard. when I was a little kid. <laughs> so I had, like, a little kid crush on him. He was always way too old for me, but, like, I'm very happy that he and Goldie Hawn have had a lovely relationship. Escape from New York. He's a cute man. He's very funny. He gets to be in cool stuff. And he's never turned out to be a douche. Knock on wood. Like, most of my other 80s idols. I love Arnie still, but we know what Arnie did. You know, a lot of those guys have failed me.
0: How great was Stallone?
1: Stallone was awesome. Stallone is another one that has not failed me. I really liked what he did um, with Creed, and he was so good in this. Like, we forget that he's a good actor, because I loved him in Rocky when I was a little kid, but he did a lot of corny stuff in the middle, but he's so good in this. Like, he's heartbroken, heartbroken. Like he's Yandu's mentor, and Yandu yeah. has sort of wronged him wronged him, but not really Yandu Yandu is doing things that he didn't understand how to explain to other people and yes. other people didn't understand what he was doing, and he hates himself so much and wants to be the bad guy so much that he didn't know how to tell everybody what he was actually doing until kinda he was already gone right. So that's other spoiler.
0: I haven't turned to you at one point. Well, no, we're, we're totally in the spoiler range. We don't yeah, even need to. We're no assuming worry. that they watch it or they just don't give a flying uh, fr- fruit fruitcake? Booty um.
1: smack? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to tell me what a flying booty smack is. I don't know. It's ah. probably
1: something Beyonce does on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: <don't know>. Anyway. <laughs> so I haven't turned to you during one of the Stallone parts, and I haven't said to you, like, hey like the like he is just acting his heart out here you know yeah
1: he just he really like sold it that he was you know a part of this team where they had rules and you know regulations and they believed in them they had a code and Yandu was a part of it and he had cared about Yandu and Yandu you know broke the code but when you find out at the end like Yondu never intended to break the code no. he was he was trying to make money, and he was being a little, you know, selfish, but when he realized something was weird, like, he stopped it. Yeah. And he gets betrayed big time by his crew in this movie, so that was a very interesting thing to see. Floating
0: all of them, that was crazy. Yeah, it was, like, like
1: brutal. There was,
0: like, so many bodies so out mean. there. mean. By... Taserface! Ah. Taser Taserface. Taserface is. You a, find
1: out who did this. Tell them it was Taserface. And everyone's no. like, ah, oh, that's a stupid name. Rocket was the
0: best. I love I just
1: Yeah, Rocket's awesome.
0: I love how Philly Bradley Cooper makes Rocket sound. Like I just love it. Yeah. I, just, I hear like like, hecklers at, like, the ballpark, you know? Like, that's all I hear when Rocket talks. And I, it's, 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 like, ingrained in my head. Like, years of having, like, Philly season tickets are, like, it's, like, in my head. And, like, every time I hear Rocket talk, it's, like, some asshole sitting behind me, like, heckling the Mets. you know?
1: Yeah, Rocket is so, like, sweet. Leave his
0: everything. eye here. I want to see what happens when he wakes up. You know, like, and <laughs> he can't find his eye.
1: Yeah, Rocket's awesome.
0: So, Rocket is... You know, deflecting, obviously. He's tied up and, and just constantly just belittling the guy. Like, making fun of the name, Taserface, yeah. over and over again.
1: Whenever Rocket is, like, threatened or afraid, that's when he gets the meanest to other
0: people. Yeah. Which
1: is, you know, pretty much like a lot of guys.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. But we have a lot more, um, you know, there's a lot more, like, Rocket, you know...
1: A lot more Rocket. Back- I love the, um, the new thing, character like. uh, that's... um. She goes around with ego and she has her mantis. little mantis. Has yeah, mantis. her little That's feelers cool. and she's an empath. Mm-hmm. I'm an empathic person myself, so right. I could appreciate what Aww. she was going through um, she's, by yeah, being she... able to experience other people's feelings uh-huh. when you're talking to them. And She was and so touchies. cute, and then, <laughs> like, Drax is so mean. Drax to really her. thinks she's busted. It's so funny. He just keeps telling her how hideous she is.
0: He's like, You're beautiful. On the inside.
1: And then she like wakes him up in the middle of the night to like tell him that she has to tell him something and he's like, blah, blah. And she's like, what's wrong, Drax? And he's like, I'm imagining being intimate with you. It's <laughs> like the meanest thing ever. But Drax, you know, he just always says exactly what he thinks. He doesn't have any filter. <laughs> He's like, you need to put some meat on your bones.
0: (laughs) I can really appreciate um, what was going on with Drax, Gamera, and Mantis, though, because you had had Rocket, Yondu, and Groot on Yondu's ship. You had Peter learning about his dad. And then it's like, well, you know, what's going to happen with with the other three? And I felt like what he wrote for them is kind of like... Like some of the silly filler we put in our stories, but, you know. Yeah,
1: but not like in twenty four when they didn't have anything to do with
0: Kim. And that's what I was exactly was going to get at.
1: Like they actually had something to like move forward. We didn't have anything
0: to mind. do with Franny in that story. Yep. In and that's um um uh Terminator Cassie. Yeah. Yeah. Or no. Or do we rename that? story oh, i can't even remember the stories we wrote. that's volume yeah, two we did
1: i have to remember what it was called but it's the story where cassie's trying to help jed fix his car but we didn't have anything to do with and franny it, and we yeah. gave
0: him that role that franny gets chased by a cougar based off of the 24 episode where they had nothing, nothing to, do to do with him <laughs> so it was great but, but talking uh, about that scene though i loved the total like almost shot for shot north by northwest Yeah. Look at Gamera running from Nebula Nebula with the ship.
1: I loved what they did with Gamera and and Nebula's relationship. Um, They really put it
0: back together, because it seemed like they were always pitted against each other.
1: right. And they were, and that's, you know, what the biggest problem... It wasn't them as individuals, it was what their parent did to them. Yeah. Because he is so full of hatred and...
0: Did you ever have a job where your boss would try to pit you against somebody else...
1: Yeah, probably. I
0: hate that feeling. I, I've been there, and I really don't. It makes me feel so uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm like, it's not a competition.
1: Yeah, like everybody's an individual, and everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses. Why can't we all Especially just work together? Not, like, siblings, like you know, you, you want your parents to love you both and know that you each are different and. But obviously love.
0: Gamera was the, the stronger of the two because, you yeah, Nebula losing, she stronger, had got yes. replaced with all the robots. Yeah,
1: that was brutal. I just really hate that dude. <laughs> I'll just take that gauntlet and stick it up his butt.
0: Whoa! You can do that next hey, May in Avengers Infinity War! Enjoy this, sir! With or without little the... Fisting. the ah, A little fisting. A for him. Wrist and kiss. Hey,
1: he was mean. He took her brain out of her head and her mm-hmm. eye out. Uh-huh. And her arm off? Uh-huh. Like, to a little girl? What a douche. Yeah, yeah. It's... I have no sympathy for people. Or alien creatures like that. You know? It's mm-hmm. like, he doesn't like you, I don't like you either. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm gonna lightsaber your arm off! Mom <sighs> Splash. Arm on the floor. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much anyway it's a really fun movie the soundtrack is really fun they like put this whole like um moment in where his dad talks about that song um brandy or fine girl which has always been such a weird awkward song since like the first time i heard it when i was a little kid but it always gets stuck in your head and he's like comparing himself to being like the sailor who every time i've heard that song since i was a little kid i was like that sailor's a douche and I felt that way when I saw that Marky Mark movie with like uh, George Clooney. What was that movie? You know when they like are fishermen in in like Massachusetts, and it was like based on a true story.
0: Is that the storm one? Perfect storm. That's it. I'm
1: like sailors are kind of jerks. They're just like sorry everybody, but I have to go like deal with the sea. So I'm gonna like leave and make you, you all really hate the sea because
0: you don't like Moby Dick.
1: Oh, I hate Moby
0: Dick. You don't like stuff about the sea.
1: Yes, I do. I love Jaws. I Uh, love the ocean.
0: That's like a beach more. That's not the open ocean.
1: I like the ocean. No, they kill
0: Jaws in open ocean. Jaws 2 is where they lure him into the reef. and They hit him with the electrical cord. But Jaws 1, they're out in the middle of the water, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: I don't hate the ocean. I just think sailors are kind of jerks. (laughs) I mean, Quint's kind of a jerk, too. I've been watching
0: Fortitude. There's some jerk sailors on there, too. Jerk fishermen.
1: Yeah, it's like... No, you don't hate sailors. You
0: hate fishermen.
1: It's like everything's about me being with Nobody in
0: jaws is the fish well no
1: no, they... No, Quint. Yeah. Quint is yeah, kind quit. of a jerk. <laughs> and he was isolated from all other people. If you're people. playing the home
0: edition of Silly Talks About Science Fiction, you can take a drink.
1: I'm just saying, <laughs> there's a lot of selfishness to that. Like, hey, everybody can love me, but I'm always going to focus more on my relationship <laughs> with the sea. And I'm probably going to die horribly and make everyone feel terrible. But that's okay, because I get to be with the ocean. Like, okay. Anyway... Um, but it's a really fun movie, and I loved it. There's a lot of fun, funny moments. Um, Rocket, like, torturing Yondu's men, that part was really funny. Um, Rocket just being sassy in general. Um, Gamora and, uh, Peter have some really sweet moments. I love their
0: the moments that they, they had together.
1: Um, their the music was fantastic. They even had, like, a Sam Cooke song, which Sam Cooke, I just love Sam Cooke. Um, but it was it was really cool. It's such a like fun series of movies. It's funny and like but it's also like, you know, there's like emotional parts to it. It can be a little intense and sad and about relationships. And I love that, you know, they always reinforce the fact at the end of the day that they're like a family. Of they're kids. a
0: family, and right, family. exactly.
1: Like they love each other. They would always have each other's backs. They're never going to leave somebody behind. And I feel like that's sort of mirrored in, you know, The Avengers 2, which was very painful to watch Civil War because they're in fighting, but they still love each other, you know? And that's the most sort of painful kind of struggle because it's not like anybody's really evil or really good. You just have differences. So let's talk about the song. Although
0: Kurt Ooh. Russell was evil. Yeah, he was evil. He's- well, the- he was really... Wicked. Let's talk about the Sovereigns, though. Okay, oh, yeah, so, those jerks. So when we open up, right? Gold jerks. Gold jerks. Genetic modified jerks.
1: They pretty much were like gold finger. They were
0: just jacking it to Gattaca for, like, how long? And then eventually like, it was like, like, oh, yeah, that's such yeah, a good this, idea. Like, we
1: should do, and then I'll be gold together.
0: All right, so let's, let's, let's cover a couple key concepts here with the Sovereigns. So the, the Guardians of the Galaxy are pretty much rock stars after, you know, after, like, you know, saving...
1: The galaxy. Yeah,
0: for the f- the first time, you know, in, right? in, in, in the in the first volume. So, what? The now they're they're four higher. You know, they're getting paid. So they go and they protect these high class batteries of the sovereigns, right, from, from this, this interdimensional dinan- like
1: beast, a penis with tentacles, kind of. <laughs> like a really creepy looking penis, teeth and tentacles. With an
0: awesome baby group dance scene. So yeah. so you know you knew they were going to win the day, but it was such an awesome battle scene because it was like eighties freeze frames. Dancing Baby group. Dancing. Yeah, exactly. There was like, you know, how are we going to do this? And I, I love a big battle scene where like two people, like you see this in Lord of the Rings all the time, where like two people like stop and talk and be like, what's going on? Like, like <laughs> everyone else is battling and they're like, well, what's going I love that. Like, I think it's like hysterical, yeah, that's you know? fun.
1: And then it was fun how Drax thought that he was the one that did it, but it yes! was like Gamora and they were all looking around like, uh, no, nope. Drax. Like, what the hell? <laughs>
0: I like how you know the 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 conversation between like oh you know you're gonna do guns now you know I mean it was in the trailer anyway but then she went and saved the day with her blade anyway yeah which she is uses was the her her strong of times. strong suit yeah, yeah exactly the so the you know rocket stealing the batteries is really the backbone of the whole movie I thought it, when it first happened it was so silly I didn't think that it was actually going to be something that like Can't, you know. Ah. Yeah, exactly. But then that, that they came set up, that it up like, that
1: those people were so arrogant, like, and they, they didn't like any kind of slight against themselves. No. So then it made total sense that they wouldn't let it go. Right? was like a normal person would be like, "Oh, they took some batteries. Like that sucks. Like send a couple ships after them. But if you can't get them, like fine they by. sent a
0: lot of ships. They sent and then a they fleet. sent them again. But what I don't understand here is, and, and hear me out on this. They sent a whole bunch of ships after them, and then as each person like you know died like video game style with the Pac Man sounds that you yeah, heard. because they
1: didn't. They were
0: like, out. "Oh, game over! I'm going to go watch somebody else play the game." Like, get another ship. They're drones.
1: What are you waiting for? Well, I don't know. Maybe that was like a part of their code and rules that like. So what we're talking about is when they sent the ships out. Like nobody actually mans the ships. It's it's drones. all virtual. Yeah. yeah, it's like drones, which is kind of cool because That's you know nobody really things. gets hurt. Yeah, I'm like thinking maybe maybe war could be. Remember like Remember Buster
0: Bluth? He was the first uh, drone pilot with PTSD.
1: Aww.
0: In the well, Netflix Arrested Development episodes.
1: Yeah, but if you because you didn't realize people, what he was doing, like, then you he would thought he'd still again. suffer. Like, yeah, you would. But, um, but in this case, like, yeah, they're all drones in these ships. And But I guess, you know, maybe, because well, once the ship gets destroyed, they can't, like, have, like, another ship where that ship was. It's not really like a video game, because it's a thing that gets destroyed.
0: But so there's another can, one waiting in the wings. They can
1: redeploy another ship. But, yeah. but the ship had to, like, go through an asteroid field the one time, and the other time it had to travel all the way to the other planet. So I don't think it could happen instantaneously. All right, all right, all right.
0: All right. The sovereigns laughed at Taserface too. Yeah, yeah, who
1: wouldn't? Taserface looked like this jerk that I went to college with, who like was always feeling sorry for himself.
0: Dan the jerk. And,
1: no, even worse than Dan. Wow, I really like, didn't like this Dan guy the named jerk. Blair, who would do like Tai Chi. Oh yeah, all the time. I
0: remember you're talking about Blair? He looked just
1: like him, and I was like, oh, please, someone else that feels sorry for themselves for no reason. Huh. Um, But anyway, yeah, that's what I thought of Blair, Taserface. Blair,
0: like the witch.
1: Basically, didn't he
0: say that? Yes, I thought you said that.
1: My sister made. Oh my god, my yeah. sister and Don were so mean. Anyway,
0: anyway, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. So the software's a bunch of jerks.
1: Yeah, they were like a bunch of gold jerks that looked like models.
0: Just genetic modification, you know. It was like if they the were on Earth, they would probably be
1: people that like had yachts and wore like boating shoes all the time. But since they were in space, they were like covered in gold
0: instead of being orange. Yeah, here you pretty is. much. Okay, yeah, yeah. golfing all the time, right? <laughs> So, Stan Lee is a watcher. So, this is cool. Yeah,
1: he shows up twice, little Stan Lee! So, Stan so Lee
0: is a race of... Um, his, his cameos are all connected because he's, he's a race of beings that live their lives, you know, live different lives, and... Um, observe and never interfere but well are not supposed to interfere but end up do interfering a lot so all the Stan Lee cameos are connected and that's really awesome yeah that's fun because we always assume they're putting him there because he's freaking Stan Lee yeah and he's Stan
1: Lee how do you not you know want Stan Lee to just pop in
0: I like I'm dying to like right now we'll do it when this is over like I know that there's like those um clip like someone puts in like all the Stan Lee cameos in one Aww. one YouTube video let's go watch that yeah we should I'm looking for Tony Stank you know yeah <laughs> That was the last this time we saw him, right? This is Tony totally No. Where was he in Doctor Strange? Was oh, he, like, he was like a hot dog vendor, wasn't
1: he? I think so.
0: Man, they're all blurring together. There's I so remember. many movies! Yeah. Well, something
1: Because Like, he always has, like, a real short line. Yeah. But sometimes...
0: He has fun. no lines in the Edward Norton, Norton Hulk. He's the guy who ends up drinking the yeah, infected the, in,
1: yeah, he's soda. Yeah, like, D- takes it out of his fridge.
0: Yep, yeah.
1: And he just drinks oh, it. Oh, yeah, and we just watched that. Like, t- I watched yeah. that with you the other day. Yeah, he drinks it and drops it on the floor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Interesting. So that's, that's really scary. cool. Like the watches. There is so much Marvel lore in this movie that I think a lot of people are going to get turned off by it. Why? Because people are jerks.
1: It's fun, though. It it's definitely
0: is fun. fun and if there's movie. anything we always talk about in this podcast, it's, it's fun. fun. We like to have fun. It was definitely a fun movie. There's
1: fun. There's bright colors. There's fun characters. It's funny. There's relationships and friendships. Now let's talk
0: about something sad though. Yondo's death.
1: Oh yeah. So the cool thing is Yondo has a really cool character arc in. It starts in the first story where you kind of still think he's a jerk, and then you think he's a jerk for a lot of this movie until he sort of has this interaction with Rocket after he's displaced and they from and And they bond. He's like,
0: we're the same. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. And start
1: thinking, like, wait a minute, maybe there's more to him than we saw before. Yeah. And then there really is. Right. Um, it turns out that he was protecting Peter from his douche dad. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't even tell him that until it's, like, almost... End of his life, and he saves Peter.
0: It's so great because this whole time he was playing like the tough guys, like oh they all wanted to eat you, but right. Peter knew all along that they just needed him to steal, you know, steal stuff. But then it really comes out that he didn't deliver them to his dad because his dad killed all of his other kids. Yeah, that and that's awesome because so was was protecting him,
1: right? And by being kind of a dick about it, being kind of a dick. But you know that was probably another way of protecting him because. Like, he was trying to show him that life is rough, so you shouldn't trust everybody. And Yondu felt like he couldn't trust anybody because his parents put him into slavery. Yes. Which is why he was saying he's, like, Rocket, who was created by scientists who didn't love him. And just, like, that pain of of being... A person in the world that was never loved, you know, and how do you sort of reconcile yourself and still be a good person and Yandu sort of shows Rocket that Rocket can be a good person and be loved at the at the end of his life, and he shows Peter that he always loved him by sacrificing himself, and it was really lovely, and then he gets to have a special funeral,
0: mm, yeah.
1: And Peter, like, listens to that really lovely Cat Stevens song, Father and Son, which isn't corny like Cats in the Cradle. It's really about, like, how, you know, as an adult talking to a child, you're trying to impart on them, like, everything that you've experienced, but the child doesn't understand that and needs to, like, go on their own path. And that sort of, like, heartbreaking moment when you have to let your kid go have their life. Um... It's a great song. Bink!
0: I binked your schnoz. It was a great movie. I needed to cheer um, you up. Yep. You're getting a little teary-eyed.
1: I'm getting a little teary-eyed. I know, you're up! But it was, it was more like a heartwarming, like, I love my dad and I'm so grateful that I had wonderful parents. Yeah. Um And I'm glad that Peter, at the end of the day, had a great parent that he didn't even know it was his parent. And he yes. says that at one point. He, says, he does. He says, sometimes you're looking your whole life for something that you had the whole time right next to you. So... It's a good lesson for kids, you know, and it was a, but still, it was such a fun movie and like we said, like, it was complex. It wasn't just corny, silly stuff. Like, there was actually story, there's character development, character arcs, you know, future setups for scary
0: situations. Yeah, we saw, um, what what looked like to me the classic view of, like, the original Guardians of the Galaxy comic, um, like, line up with... Oh jeez, I don't remember the names, but like you know, that's what Michelle we saw. Michelle Yeoh uh,
1: was in it, and Bing um, Rhames, Bing Rhames, and uh, Miley Cyrus, and His voice, and Stallone, yeah. and so those guys are sort Miley of shown there to come back. Hey, I don't hate that girl. She's actually very cool with like LGBTQ rights, okay. and you know, she's an open-minded young person that cares about other people, even though she could be a rich brat. And
0: yeah,
1: she's going to marry Hemsworth, so you know, oh, right. Thor's little brother.
0: I think that um, to tie in stuff to other Marvel movies we we definitely are tied into Thor the the Thor movies the most because they're uh, Thor
1: is going to be so awesome yes I'm
0: talking about uh, oh, oh! I know that guy from work. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Oh, well, I'm talking about um, the past Thor movies. Yes. How we, you know, when I bet you, there's more stuff when they were when they're doing their 700 jumps to get to Eagle. Yeah, that
1: part was really fun yeah. too.
0: Um, I I bet you, like, there's so many Easter eggs. You just couldn't. It just happened so fast. But the one that stood out to me the most was the two people fighting on that that planet. Yes. And it looked like the people that they were fighting in the beginning of um, the Dark World. Or the mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the dark,
1: like, stone-looking guys. Yeah. Broken stone guys. name is looks escaping like, me um, at the
0: time. And you know what? If you're listening to this podcast review, you probably don't remember the names either.
1: <laughs> I don't remember them. But they look kind of neat. They kind of look like the thing from...
0: Fantastic Four. Fantastic
1: Four. which is a totally different thing. But... No, it's not totally different. It's still Marvel. Okay.
0: It's just not... It's a little
1: broken down. It's just Fox
0: owns those the rights.
1: giant stone guys that are broken.
0: Fantastic Four do a lot of stuff in space. They got their powers in space. It's true. Space... But, let's just face it they can't ever make a good Fantastic
1: Four movie yeah still haven't seen one of the. sorry
0: guys that new one it was just it was just off a little bit there was just like a couple couple little things that could have just changed the whole arc it of the whole movie it was
1: boring did you watch it? yeah I did yeah. I watched it by myself and I made myself watching. it try I tried to warn like, you this is boring I, I was like how do they make it's like when I watched Man of Steel with you and I kept falling asleep I was Me like too. how do they make Superman who is my favorite like effing boring Ugh. And then it was like Zack Snyder, and I was like, Oh, I shouldn't have known.
0: Man, Outside of The so Watchman,
1: that guy just sucks it.
0: Dawn of the Dead, which written by James Gunn, directed by Zack Snyder. Mm, well, maybe. You can't really go wrong there. Just, yeah. Okay. But what was that movie that we hate, Sucker Punch? Yeah,
1: I hate that movie. That was the
0: worst thing I ever saw. It's so misogynistic. Yeah, it really was.
1: Anyway, um I would totally recommend Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, both the soundtrack and the film. Okay. And um, you know, five thumbs up.
0: Whoa, how many arms you got there? Mm,
1: I don't know. I guess I should have six, right? Like you <laughs> the goddess of violence. Um so six thumbs, I guess. Yeah. Six six Very six cool. thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's fun. And the visual effects were super fun. So, I'm excited for Valerian to come out, because the visual effects look really cool in that yeah,
0: one, Yeah, Yeah, it looks great, too. All the cool planets! Planets! Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of movie reviews this summer, because we are going to get to the theater! And
1: there's lots of cool things out! Yeah,
0: so last week we, we dropped our summer preview. Hopefully you check that one out. And then, yep, uh, it's off to a good start. Boom.
1: I'm psyched.
0: I don't know if I really have anything else to say. I know I'll think of something as soon as it's over. But.
1: Maybe. But um hey, let us know what you thought of Guardians too. Um if right. you were disappointed, if you were excited, if you can't wait to see the next one like us. Um and if you have any other comments to share with us, please uh, hit us up on our uh Facebook page or on our website and also check out our other stories and um material on our website.
0: PrisonDad dot com.
1: dot com. We're going oh, we're doing um a book fair we're
0: this gonna, month. At the Gaithersburg Book Fair on May
1: 20th, 20th I think it's a Saturday I have Gaylor to update Sport, that on the yeah,
0: I'll so do that's I'll, I'll our update thing that right away right for this done. month
1: so usually guys you listen to this like at least a week out so that would make it like a week mm-hmm. until we would be there you so can find
0: us at the ChessyCon table and we'll also be doing ChessyCon in November yes and, uh, that's, that's true in too Chemonium, Chemonium. which is like right outside of Baltimore it's in a nice part
1: and there's like an, an amazing tea shop there
0: Kristen's gonna spend like all the money at the tea shop I am
1: it's such a great tea shop Anyway, until next time.
0: Um, I yeah. <laughs>